Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado, Colorado's premier outdoor radio show heard every Saturday afternoon on KLZ 560 with insights on hunting, fishing, archery, guns, and ammo from Colorado's top outfitters featuring the industry's leading experts on how to enhance your experience in the great outdoors. Now, here's your host, Scott Watley. Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hope everyone is enjoying their weekend thus far, and uh, hope you have a great one. Well, we are very excited to have a new guest with us, Aaron Kreider with Uncharted Outdoors Women. And, uh, hey, you can follow them on social media, and we'll tell you all about that in just a moment. But we just want to welcome Aaron to the show. So, Aaron, great Hi. to have you. Thanks for having me, Scott. How are you? I'm great. Good. Been following you for a while. Okay, not stalking or anything, but just following <laughs> you for a while on social media and all. And, boy, you guys do a great job there, first of all. So, congrats Thank you. on doing a great job. And, uh, hey, the International Sportsman Expo is coming up January 12th through the 15th. And John Kirk, a gentleman I work with there, uh, was to me about you. And so, you're going to be doing some things there which we'll talk about as well but before we get into all that let's just start out with you a little bit and how you got into the outdoors and what made you want to start this uncharted outdoors women sure so i am what we would call an adult onset hunter i've always been fishing grandma showed me how to fish i moved out to colorado about a decade ago and saw somebody throwing around some fly line and i was like well what is that uh, so moving from Missouri, my husband and I um, got tried. He's not into fishing or hunting at okay. all. Um, so I bought myself fly rod and then looked for people that looked like me to go fishing with. Well, that didn't really exist. So I created a couple social media groups called Colorado Women on the Fly and um, started putting together just some get togethers and events and tried to find like my place in the community of where I really fit and didn't find that. Then I also got into hunting, and that's when I created Uncharted Outdoorsman about just a a year ago. It's exploded. (laughs) It really has. Mm -hmm. I mean, and you, you, Jake Jabs, I don't know if you've heard of Jake Jabs Mm -hmm. from American Furniture. I worked for Jake for a number of years, and Jake said, find a need, fill that need, and you'll be successful, all right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's exactly what you did. Yeah, I I quit my career in finance, so I worked with uh, women of wealth and then ultra high, uh, ultra um, high net worth uh, landowners. Okay. So I was always around a lot of folks that hunted or had that background, but I was yeah never really invited. Um, and then getting fr- moving from finance, I realized that I was probably never going to retire. Mm-hmm. I I did all this pre COVID, quit my job, all that. And this COVID thing came out. Yep. And then I was like, well, I already live in the mountains, so I might as well just walk around a little bit more with a <laughs> shotgun or a rifle, um, which really surprised a lot of people. Um, and then when I still couldn't find a community for that, that's when I was like, okay, I think that there's probably a need mm-hmm. for more activities that I had put on um, through fly fishing, but for hunting, even though I knew I wasn't the expert. Sure. But I definitely knew plenty of girls that were. So I started Uncharted. I sold my camper, actually. Started Uncharted. Oh, really? And my husband's a web developer, so he built me a really nice website, which after 15 years of being together, I feel like I deserve a $100,000 website, right? So um, let's not tell him how much guns cost. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. You'll learn that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And definitely not how much fly rods cost. So um, he built that for me. And then um, I was just going to teach fly fishing. Uh, like just intro to fly fishing for women 
um, and gentlemen. And then I was going to uh, take people duck hunting because when I called after my hunting mentor left, I called up several outfitters and was not welcome. Um, hmm. Didn't matter the age range, but it was all in Northeast Colorado. I just wanted to sit in a goose blind or a duck blind and go hunting. I was brand new to it, but sure. I, they, they, when they would return my phone call, um, they say, you know, I'll call you the night before and tell you which, you know, land, what piece of land we're going to. Um, never received that phone call, but my husband did, you know, and then I've been left at the truck once they realize I'm a girl. And <laughs> so that's like that, that anger yeah. <laughs> and passion to go hunt some ducks, which is pretty sure. easy. They don't, to me, they don't really have faces, right? They're not cute little mammals. Right, They're right, cute right. little birds. <laughs> so, um, uh, that's when I knew taking girls duck hunting, there was like a huge void in Colorado for that. Um, and I plan to fill it. And I think I have like two spots left in my duck hunts for the year. So, and I've barely advertised it. Like women want a duck hunt. Sure. It's, it's easy to get into right. if you're being guided. Cause it's, I mean, no one really enjoys pulling a trigger on an animal, mm -hmm. right? Especially a big game, big game animal. That's really tough. I mean, for me personally. No, no, it takes a little. And like my well. degree is in animal science. Like oh, okay. I, <laughs> I uh, didn't have a finance degree, so uh, it was definitely like beef cattle and things like that. So I've sure. been around all of that, but um, ducks is just, it's a lot easier, you know, right. um, and people taxidermy them. So that was like, okay, like you, you see that, that's, sure you see that and you see it across the country, mm -hmm. whereas like upland hunting and pheasant hunting is kind of, it's not, it's not as popular, I feel like, as duck hunting. We have a harder time filling those kinds of events. Right. Because I feel like a lot of upland guides are welcoming of the community. Also, backcountry hunters and anglers, mm -hmm. you know, they're welcoming of, like, let's put together a women's hunt, uh, make it really affordable. So that's helping. Uh, but, yeah, for some reason in Colorado, the waterfowl scene is just, yeah. it's a tough one. Right. But not anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Once again, Aaron Crowder is our guest. It's Unchatted Outdoors Women uh, is the group. Now, so... When you're thinking about putting all this together, um, I don't know if a mission statement or mission kind of behind it, what was that thought process? Yeah, so actually our photographer, Chris Dow, came up with my mission statement because okay. um, that's not my forte, but it's creating space for women in the outdoors. But we couldn't do it without the help of gentlemen. Mm -hmm. um, and what it's grown to is anyone that isn't welcome by the outdoor community, we are welcome, welcoming of them, including the LGBTQ community. We have a ton of people from all over, even wa women from Wyoming and Montana and California come to our events. Um, and it, just because we look a little bit different and we take a different approach, creating that safe space isn't like, shoot it, shoot it. You know, it's like, okay, hang on. Let's <laughs> get the carpal macchiatos, make sure everyone's warm, right? <laughs> In the duck line. And then uh, if you want to take a shot, great. If not, that's okay too. I take a lot of brand new hunters. Like right. they... They do have this um, expectation of shooting a limit because that's what's in social media. Sure. But the reality is, unless you're a sharpshooter, you're probably it's you're tough. hoping to get one or two ducks mm -hmm. out of, you know, 50, 70, even 100 <laughs> that I get to <laughs> land in the exactly. spread. So creating a safe space where you are knowledgeable about things to say, things not to say, things that are offensive, just having that knowledge mm -hmm. is um, really key. And at one point in our group, I think I was the only white girl. Everyone else was a woman of color. 
Um, okay. so we welcome that we hire women of color if you're listening to this and you're looking to get in the outdoor space. We hire you. Oh, right. um, and we pay you what you're worth. Oh my gosh, this sure. is like such a crazy thing. Um, and we also hire gentlemen, like our photographer, once again, full circle, okay. came up with our mission statement. Wow, well, that's cool. All right, now, you mentioned your husband doesn't hunt. So what no. was it like the first time, whatever you went out and hunted for the first time, and maybe you brought that back? Yeah. <laughs> what's his, is he like, what are you doing? Yeah, so I brought home a green wing teal for the first time, which my bulldogs were really excited about. Oh, I bet. Uh, they had never seen anything like that, but he was like, oh, my gosh, you did it. It wasn't that big of a deal. But then, in, so that's ducks, turkey hunting. And I live in Blackhawk, right? Those turkeys up there are smart. They're escaping mm -hmm. lions and lynx and bobcat. The turkeys out east, pretty stupid. Right. But I hear they taste better. Don't know what the mountain turkeys taste like because <laughs> okay. I haven't gotten that far. And I have no ego, so I am a fall hen killer because I'm out there anyways hunting ducks. So I spent hours and almost went, and I'm, I live far from mm -hmm. eastern Colorado. So going out there by myself in the dark, so I didn't know anybody else that sure. wanted turkey hunt. Um, and when I finally brought one back and he opened the cooler, that was like, he knew he was in trouble and probably had to buy some cookbooks because right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. the addiction is real. Um, but I think he, and he's like a bodybuilder. He loves eating chicken. I cannot okay. stand to eat any more chicken. It's great. It's healthy. Great. But, um, now that I'm bringing home these new, um, different types of things that he can cook with. That, I think, has triggered him to learn different recipes. And we love eating Thai food. We love eating Vietnamese food. We love eating Indian food. So he gets, and he's an engineer. So he gets to come up with this creation wow, with this yeah. new thing I bring home. Um, so that's been pretty exciting for him. He's incredibly supportive. I cannot wait till I bring home a bear because he, he unloads my truck for me. Okay. I cannot wait till I bring <laughs> home a bear and like the ring cameras capture his reaction. Sure. Obviously, I'm not going to tell him that I got it. it for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and when he opens, oh, yeah. When he opens that truck bed, definitely <laughs> looking forward to that day. So just think of maybe a couple of stories of women uh, that you've taken out. It was their very first time. And just some of the feedback and just what and what made them jump out and do something they've never done before, too, because that takes some courage, too. Mm -hmm. But what's just some of the feedback you've gotten from some of the women? So definitely they they understand what that safe space then looks like, because they've always gone with a like grandpa or a dad or mm -hmm. their brother and or an uncle. And we get a lot of people from the Midwest and Minnesota that have moved here and a ton of travel nurses. Right. Um, and so it's not like they we understand if they're late if they need to put on a little bit more mascara that's okay you're not going to get yelled at if you're wearing makeup in the death <laughs> line whatever <laughs> makes you feel more confident right. in pulling that trigger sure. we're about um and and if they don't pull the trigger we're not yelling at them like i've definitely been on hunts where men are yelling at me like why didn't you shoot that and i'm like well i didn't feel confident i didn't know where your dog was mm -hmm. i didn't i didn't see blue um so it's just that a little bit more understanding and sometimes like women have kids men have kids too but women but sometimes they have to get up and leave the middle of the hunt because sure. something's going wrong right and being accepting of that like hey no problem not like well can't your babysitter take care of it you know just just being a little more understanding a little mm -hmm. softer um is definitely <laughs> what they're looking for exactly so 
when you talk about different um, uh, colors of women and different types of women, different job vocations and all that, I mean, what it's kind of been the whole gamut, it sounds like, of women that have really wanted to get into this. That has what it has exploded into. Um, yeah. I didn't really realize at the time that a lot of people that I fished with were women of color. Um, maybe because we didn't feel welcomed anywhere else. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, it just happened to be that way. Um, so when one of them specifically came up to me and they said, Hey, I see that you're doing this thing, which is awesome. Can I do it too? Because the fly shop won't hire me because I have broken English. And I was immediately angry. Um, so now she gets paid more, uh, significantly more than the fly shop <laughs> would have paid sure. her. And she gets her own clients through her own social media. Um, and she's killing it. She's got a name for herself. She's going to be tying at the International Sportsman's Expo. She's a featured fly tire at the Texas Fly Fishing Brew Fest. And she'll be tying at the Denver Fly Fishing Show. So okay. she's got a name for herself now. So that fly shop really missed out. Wow. <laughs> but it's all about empowering women, especially women of color, uh, to be right up there. And, and, like, I just took her duck hunting for the first time because mm -hmm. we – I give a lot of the materials from the animals that I harvest to her to show, like, you don't have to buy this stuff from the fly shop necessarily. You can go out and hunt it. Sure. And then actually tie it. Tie it, yeah. And her feedback has been, well, these natural materials that are fresh and not dyed are significantly better mm -hmm. than what I'm buying at the fly shop. Which, by the way, she still goes and shops at. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So she's like, just so you know. Um, so that's been, like, a cool for full circle of taking the girl that teaches all of our fly tying classes. Her name's on tie. Uh, she's teaching one tonight. Okay. Um, and then having her see that, show the girls that the, an the, the materials are coming from the animals that the hunting guides harvest. And then we try and go catch fish with them. Like that is mm -hmm. so cool. Yeah. You know, that's what like girls are definitely into that and decorating wreaths with duck and pheasant feathers, sure. obviously. Oh yeah. Nothing better than that. <laughs> right. Absolutely. You're listening to sports from Colorado. Hey, today's show is brought to you by the International Sportsman's Expo. January 12th through the 15th, you can go to sportsexpos.com for more information. Uh, we'll be getting some tickets here shortly and uh, giving those away. So stay tuned, especially these next few weeks, and uh, maybe you can win a pair of tickets to the Expo. Aaron Kreider is our guest. Uncharted Outdoors Women is the group. Now, how, before our break, how can folks follow you on social media? So on Instagram, we're Uncharted Outdoors Women and also Colorado Women on the Fly. Uh, our Facebook page is probably best. We have a Facebook page and group if you're looking for other okay. people to go hunting or fishing or hiking with. Um, it's all you can find other gals um, that are interested in also going with you at our Uncharted Outdoors Women Facebook group, which I've learned is different from the page. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> you're listening to Sportsman Colorado. We'll be back with more right after this. Get relief from flesh and back. You just got in an accident, so you call the police. You make sure you get a thorough record of the scene. Then after the initial adrenaline wears off, your mind starts to swirl with all the things you need to do. Insurance claims, car repairs, doctor visits, medical bills, on top of the physical pain you're in. Flesh and Beck will give you relief from the financial stress so that you can focus on healing. Call Flesh and Beck immediately after your accident for a free consultation. Then you can rest while they talk to your insurance company. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh will relieve your burden of financial worries. All you need to do is call him right now. 303-806-8886. Call Kevin Flesh immediately after your accident and get relief from the financial stress of an injury. Flesh and Beck Law. 
they get results. Choosing Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center almost 20 years ago was one of the best decisions we ever made for our pets. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and I know it's a busy time of the year for all of us, but it's no reason to forget about our pets. Our pets are a part of our family, and they need their checkups and preventative care just as we humans do. Whether a pet is new to the family or has been a family member for many years, regular checkups are the foundation of our pet's overall health. Depending on your pet's age, a preventative care visit will include the basics, such as an exam and vaccinations, diet and weight management, and parasite preventatives. But it could also involve a spay or neuter discussion, microchipping, concerns about house training or behavior issues. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, the medical team will take the time to get to know your pet and address the concerns you have about your pet's care. It's what your pet deserves, and it's good medicine. Whether your pet needs medical, dental, or surgical care, boarding, grooming, behavior training, pet foods, or pet care products, you'll find it at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, the place where my pets go. Call today, 303-708-8050. That's 303-708-8050. And don't forget to visit their website at LoneTreeVet.com. Do you know what direction the stock market will go? Nope, no one does. But it's extremely important to discover the tools you can use if the market goes up, down, or sideways. These same tools could be used for income strategies or long-term wealth strategies. Text the word investing to the number 210-210 and join us for a free investing class right here at OTA. Text the word investing to the number 210-210 today. Also, check out the podcast, Investing and Trading Live, wherever you listen to podcasts. The Outdoorsman's Attic is Colorado's very own outdoor gear consignment store. From live bait to lanterns, firearms to ammo, packs to sleeping bags, all the fishing gear you could ever hope for. And if you need some decoys for the waterfowl season, stop into the Outdoorsman's Attic. Hey, this is Scott Watley here again for my friends at the Outdoorsman's Attic. And they've got hunting, fishing, and camping gear with huge savings up to 70%. You'll find new and pre-owned items to choose from. And since the inventory changes daily, hey, this is a store you need to stop in at least a couple of times a week. Reviews, here's what a few of their customers have said. Cody says, hey, two floors of pure outdoorsman paradise. Mickey said, I love this place. Great small business, family owned and run, lots to look at and good prices. Amy says, if you need good camping and outdoor gear, go here first. Support a local small business, such great finds. Everyone is so nice and helpful. So save big, get to the Outdoorsman's Attic today on all of your outdoor gear. 2650 West Hamden Avenue in Sheridan. Tell them Scott sent you. Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. Again, thank you so much for being with us. Just a quick reminder now, if you miss our live show on Saturdays, 1 to 2, you can catch us twice on Sundays, and that's from 8 to 9 a.m. And once again in the evening, 7 to 8 p.m. right here on KLZ 560. Download the app, KLZ 560 app. That is a free app, and you can listen live right on your phone or listening device. So we would love to have you join us there as well. If you're just getting in the car, turn on the radio. Aaron Kreider is our guest. Uncharted, Uncharted Outdoors Women is the group. And uh, Aaron just mentioned how you can follow them on social media. So, Aaron, you mentioned this at first. I mean, this is a 
tough deal to get into a mm-hmm. little bit from the outdoors and and you know men or women man when i started sportsman in colorado 10 years ago man it's, it's tough you know mm-hmm. getting into things and trying to figure out what to do how to market yourself and all that so there's probably been a few easy roads we go hey this isn't that hard but then there's a lot of difficult roads so kind of talk about what's been easy in this process and then what's been difficult sure um so things that have been really easy is the amount of enthusiasm that we are met with um our events do tend to fill quickly not all of them like Mm -hmm. i said the upland hunt events which i'm like that's so easy to get into upland hunting. we have so much public land and it takes a you know a a shotgun and an orange vest um but it's not well known you know what Mm -hmm. upland hunting is i think so a lot of education so um, easy things have been it is not hard to find a woman that wants to learn how to fish, hunt, or hike with other people that look like them. Mm-hmm. Not hard at all. Extremely hard has been, and I have fished and hunted every corner of Colorado in a lot of Wyoming and some of Montana. Discrimination is absolutely real. Um, and maybe not many, like not like intentional, but it is still, it's still there. Like we don't feel welcomed everywhere that we're, that we're going. And, and I'm white. You know, <laughs> um, so I can't, it, I, I mean, I'm not a person of color. I can't imagine how they feel, but we try our best um, to make them feel very at home and not discriminate against and right. give them that, that opportunity to feel safe out in the wilderness. You know, a lot of people of color that go hunting, they don't come back home. Um, not a lot, but it does mm-hmm. happen. Oh, sure. um, and it's terrifying and terrible. Um, so things that have been really hard is when, when I came up with this idea I really wanted a like a fly shop to support it. I wanted to hire a bunch of their guides. I wanted to buy 50 days, and they pretty much told me no. Um, so that was a real bummer. So I was like, okay, that in, a, in the course of things, it also empowered me to get my outfitter's license, three times the amount of insurance that they have and that the state requires, mm-hmm. and more permits that they have. So I can actually now do way more things than even they can. Sure. So, um, and then I hired a bunch of guides. I think we're, well, we're over 23 guides, and then in January, we'll be in four states and almost 30 guides between Oregon, Montana, Wyoming, and Colorado. So that's exciting, um, easy and hard. Uh, also hard is the amount of disrespect I've gotten from um, state employees and national forest employees when I ask for, you know, one or two days on their lands. They have very outdated rules. Um, Like I was even told by um, one of the keepers, I guess you could say, of a watershed here in Colorado that we weren't the first women's group to turn down and we won't be the last. And those are the barriers that women face. It it's does yeah it makes you cringe right yeah. it's terrible and those people run our state they're in charge so um, that that's that's really tough but we've partnered up with Infinite Outdoors which is you pay, you pay for do it yourself fishing <laughs> yeah, and, and hunting um, we've been paired we've been, have paired with them hunting so far and it's been great they're very welcoming mm-hmm. um, they're like what can we do to help support y'all and then they actually do it. Right. which is great they sure. will t- hey i've got these tags do you guys want to go out and take a few gals um so that's been really nice to to help get people into hunting that don't get that opportunity right um the permit process has been it, it's kind of sad that i even have to have a permit but you know what now we're the only um outfitter the only i think we're the only f- female owned outfitter that hires so far all female guides in north america I can't find another one. Hmm. 
Um, we, we're in multiple states, too. I can't find anything that's like that. What I can find is a whole bunch of girls that hire dudes and market their events, um, sure. which I guess that's okay, but I've been on some of those events, and it's just not cool when you show up expecting you know, to really get on some birds and you know, the girl guide is, or the girl hostess is like flirting with the guy. <laughs> so that's a, that's a real bummer. Cause then I'm like being a waterfowl guide, I'm like, Oh, birds. Right. And you know, they're hamming it up and I'm like, okay, well there are birds coming, you exactly. know, guess we're not uh, going to shoot at those after we've driven halfway across the country to shoot them. So, all right. You got to be dedicated to that waterfowl hunting. I'm telling you, you're talking mm-hmm. about early mornings mm-hmm. getting out and you're putting out decoys, I... whatever, but, <laughs> but I tell you, sitting there in a blind, man watch the sun come up earth wake up i mean and you just see everything come alive Mm -hmm. i mean it's a cool thing that's hard to explain to people that don't do it right you really have to love waterfowl hunting i'm i'm i think i'm the only well i'm pretty sure i'm the only female waterfowl guide in colorado and potentially the rocky mountains that just guides for herself not her husband or anything like that um and so there needs to be more of me. So I'm mm-hmm. turning one of our big game hunters into a waterfowl guide. Hopefully she's down in Gunnison. Okay. And she's an ecologist, so she knows all the ducks. She's She's got them dialed in. She knows how they fly. She knows what their wing pattern looks sure. like before they get there. And that that's a lot to know. I'm yeah. telling you, for anybody. Exactly. And so I'm teaching her, like, how to set up the decoys and where the X's are and how to find them. Um, and hopefully we have more duck hunters going out to Gunnison, too. Yeah. So that'll be really cool. Cool. Once again, today's show is brought to you by the International Sportsman's Expo. That's January 12th through the 15th. And uh, I'm telling you, once the show ended in March this year, which was a little bit different for us because it's normally every January, but once it ended in March, the planning started for 2023. And uh, it's going to be a great, great show. We'll be in two new halls there this year at the convention center. A lot of great seminars and a lot of folks will be there. Aaron will be there as well. So I hope you'll make your plans to come. And again, we should be getting some tickets here pretty quick to give away some uh, free tickets for that. So stay tuned. All right. Now, the big game side of things is really different for women, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, because, I mean, you're talking about, okay, you shoot it. Now what? Right. Because, I mean, it's hard for guys. Right. I mean, <laughs> you see guys where they're saying, oh, okay, we shot this right before dark, and, you know, we won't get back to till 2 a.m. to the truck and pat all in it yeah, out. Yeah, none so, of that goes through my head. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, this, this thing weighs more than me, weighs twice as much as me. Yeah, yeah. Um, Finding a pack that fits a woman is really tough, too, like I mean, a frame pack. Overall gear for women, I think. Tough been, overall, yeah. yeah. Uh, we just come in so many different shapes and sizes, mm-hmm. um, and we don't always like to look baggy and frumpy. Um, but, no, I, like, after, if you can even find it. Like, there's we have mountain lions, right? Like, that's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. scary. I'm telling you. Um, you need yeah. to do a mountain lion hunt. I'm telling you, that is, <laughs> that is by far super super fun i'm not quite there yet yeah. but um unfortunately i've never seen one while fishing or hunting so that's been that's you rarely been nice uh, to too. be honest you rarely will that now there some may be seeing you right that absolutely. you don't know they're there but i'm telling you i mean they are very very difficult yeah. to see yeah hunting predators is a is a i'm gonna go for the bear first right i'm gonna see yeah. if i can hammer that up oh you it's, can. it looks warm yeah. right yeah. they're <laughs> eating berries i like berries they're around fit rivers that are fishing them i like that too sure feel like i have a lot in common with a bear i don't know i like to sit i like to not do a whole lot in winter besides waterfowl hunting right. sit at home in comfy bed yeah um where were we going with that <laughs> <laughs> no, just shooting big game animals oh yeah. yeah um yeah even like this past weekend working with backcountry hunters and anglers i bought a seven mil rim mag and i'm scared of it 
and I was, you know, I told a couple of guys that I hunt with and some of the girls, like, I bought this gun, and they're like, yeah, it'll definitely take something down that's big, but it's big. Like, it's heavy. Well, I got a compact light one, which the gun makers are really great mm-hmm. at um, making, making lighter light guns. Ones, yeah. Yes. And and not calling them women's guns. Sure. Like, I've got a, I've got a youth uh, Ruger 22. Like, mm-hmm. don't hate on me. And I think I have a 243, and that's a youth one, too. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the frame pack is tough, but after, if you can even find it, like getting out there by yourself in the dark and fortunately we have a ton of public land, which is great, Mm -hmm. but finding the public land that you'll be safe on. Cause I've definitely been harassed waterfowl hunting on a spot that I've had a reservation out East on public land. I've, I've been harassed out there. And they just had shotguns, right? I'm not scared of shotguns. I'm, I'm a bit nervous around pistols and rifles because yeah. I'm new to them. Sure. Um, and especially, like, authoritarians, like the game warden stuff coming up to me with a, a pistol, too. Like, that's scary mm-hmm. for a woman. Um, so, and I'm from St. Louis, so there's, like, more that goes into my <laughs> psyche with all of that. So, uh, getting out there in the dark, that's scary. But if you're out there with somebody else, that's right. very helpful. Like, right. I'm down to do that. I'm not going to go by myself. Um, having a GPS device so my husband can locate me, that's really crucial for me too. Mm-hmm. Um, but my main thing was like after I shoot this animal, and again, my background is in animal science. I have taken apart lots of different animals. Um, but cutting it up, processing it, getting it to the processor, or even like pronghorn hunting, what really scared me is how am I going to get this thing from eastern Colorado um, into my truck? It was like a three-mile hike where I was at. Sure. <laughs> and... Mm-hmm then to the processor and keep this thing cold when it's like 90 degrees no, <laughs> and it, then it's going to taste bad you know right. but when i went out there and there was four of us and we shot three of them like that was great mm-hmm. and we were three miles back there and every every we broke them all down real quick and it was just it made it life a lot easier when there's just a group of you because you figure it out every person knows a little bit about something sure super helpful when you have a, a wilderness nurse with you too and you're gutting that thing and then all of a sudden you're like was that my blood or no the I'm, t- blood? <laughs> I'm telling you it is easy to do your yeah. hands get slippery in there and i can't tell you the uh nicks and scratches and cuts that scars you and, can get yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> all right so uh, women are listening now or maybe husbands listening going to tell their wives about this and so where to start i guess it would be getting their hunter safety right right so do you help with maybe lining up with some of those classes yeah or? i just became a hunter safety instructor okay. so we're going to put on some more women's classes like that that might feel a little bit more comfortable going sure. to and bringing your child to gentlemen if your wife wants to or if you want to get your wife into hunting send her send her our way like we will teach her everything that you have failed to teach her because I can't also I also can't and teach it's my hard husband to teach. How to I fish. mean, you know, you're out there <laughs> as a I don't know Almost as spouses. A couple, yeah, yeah, oh. it's just shenanigans. Yeah. So send them to us and we'll get them all ready and prepared. Like feeling prepared is also another big thing. Like, sure. what do I put in my backpack is huge. Um, and like, what is he carrying? What am I carrying? What is she carrying? That's a big deal. Uh, but send her to us. We'll get them all fixed up um, and then we'll. You'll be very surprised next time you go duck hunting, and she's all about wow, it. Wow, <laughs> absolutely. Well, Aaron, this has been fun. We'll do this again, okay, before the International Sportsman's Expo, and we're cool. looking forward to having you there and uh, partnering up with you here, and we'll do all we can to support you. I promise Super you Super excited to be there. All right. We feel very supported, so it's been awesome. Good deal. Aaron Kreider, Uncharted Outdoors Women. Now, a couple ways you can help. If you'd like to support them, how can people get in touch with you? 
uh, through our website. Our email is um, Aaron at UnchartedOutdoorsWomen.com or DreamTeam at UnchartedOutdoorsWomen.com. We, uh, we're looking for a grant writer, <laughs> so okay. we need some grant money, um, and we're hiring. Okay. And my next deal was, hey, if you're looking for something mm-hmm. fun to do with some great people, hey, get in touch with Aaron. And uh, if you're driving and can't remember all this, get in touch with us here at the studio, and we'll get you in contact. But don't forget the International Sportsman's Expo, January 12th through the 15th. It is going to be a great, great show, and we'll all be there, and we'll look forward to seeing you there as well. we got to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more right after this. Are you in the market for a new firearm or maybe looking to purchase your very first firearm? Well, wouldn't it be great to have an experience worth telling your friends and family about while making such an important purchase? At Bighorn Firearms, we know how important that is, and it's our mission to provide this experience to every customer that walks through our front door. Hi, I'm Ryan, owner of Bighorn Firearms, located in southeast Denver, and my team and I are customers too. We know what it's like to experience the typical specialty store attitude, and we believe everyone deserves a first-class experience when purchasing a firearm. If you're searching for friendly service, a knowledgeable and passionate staff, and a great selection of firearms, we'd like to invite you to Denver's best independent gun store, Bighorn Firearms, one mile east of Evans and I-25. Whether it's your first gun or you've been collecting for years, our friendly and knowledgeable staff are passionate about answering all of your questions. Service and selection is our commitment to you. That's Bighorn Firearms, located at 2175 South Jasmine Street, Suite 105, Denver. Call us now, 303-758-9423, or shop online, bighornusa.com. For over 10 years, hunters have relied on Onyx Maps to help navigate public and private land boundaries across the country. Onyx Hunt is the only tool comprised of more than 400 countrywide maps that give clear private and public land boundaries, trails, hunting-specific data, and more. New map layers are constantly being added by pairing with some of the leading names in conservation and the outdoor industry, like the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, Boone and Crockett Club, and Eastman's. Whether it's on your smartphone or handheld GPS, make the most of your precious time in the field by navigating with Onyx Hunt. Go to the App Store or onyxmaps.com. Hey, Dan. You know, our jobs are pretty different. I'm a baseball announcer. You're an attorney and a talk show host. Yeah, but we do have something in common. Really? What's that? Our favorite car dealer, Len Lyle Chevrolet. Yeah, definitely not your typical dealership. That's so true, Jack. No high-pressure sales tactics. They respect your time. And when you have two jobs, that's important. You know, I'd recommend Len Lyle Chevrolet to anyone. And with their low overhead, that means lower lower prices. prices. Yeah, we really do have something in common. Len Lyle Chevrolet. Go east and pay the least. Chevy, find new roads. Being stuck is the worst. You're alone. It's late. You're probably out of cell service and it's most likely very cold. What can you do? Hey, this is Scott Watley for my product of the year, Track Grabber. Unstuck it with Track Grabber. With Track Grabber, anyone can install it in just 30 seconds. It takes one person to put them on, drive out, and take them off. Track Grabber gives you the ability to rescue yourself without having to put yourself at the mercy of a stranger. No long waits or hundreds of dollars spent on a tow truck. Trucks, cars, ATV, UTV, and yes, commercial vehicles. Go to trackgrabber.com, use the promo code KLZ, and save 25% off of your purchase. Keep yourself and loved ones safe this season with Track Grabber Essential Winter Weather Gear. Trackgrabber.com. Promo code KLZ, save 25%. Unstuck it with Track Grabber.
Riding an e-bike will make you feel like a kid again. Just try it. Hi, I'm Randy Crancy, founder of e-bike of Colorado. E-bikes are a fun way to ride the trails. Pedal Assist technology flattens the steepest hills. We have 14 major brands to choose from, and our expert staff will find you the perfect bike. Come take a free test ride at eBike of Colorado in downtown Louisville next to the historic Grain Elevator. Open seven days a week from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Learn more at eBikeofColorado.com. Just try it. Before we get back to the show, you know, our eyes are very important. Let me tell you who I've been trusting my eye care to. It is Stack Optical. For over 10 years, hey, Alan's been taking great care of us, and he will take great care of you as well. Their eye exam, folks, is only $69, and it has been $69 for years. And Alan just says, hey, they want to give a great eye exam, a thorough eye exam, and take care of you. So they've never raised that price. So get in. Give them a call, 303-321-1578 for all your optical needs. If you're needing a new pair of glasses, hey, you want to have a a better experience in the outdoors, whether it's golf, riding your bike, they've got the Stack Sports Pack, so prescription sunglasses. Maybe you've got a hard prescription no one else has been able to figure out. Give Alan Stack a chance at Stack Optical. Of course, they can handle repairs, your contacts, all of it. Right there at 2233 South Monaco Parkway in Denver, 303-321-1578. StackOptical.com is the website. And always tell you, at Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. Again, thank you so much for joining us. Just a quick reminder now, if you miss our live show on Saturdays 1 to 2, you can catch us twice on Sundays, and that's from 8 to 9 a.m. And once again, the evening, 7 to 8 p.m. right here on KLZ 560. And, hey, make sure you download our app. I need to mention that more. We've got an app. You can download that on your listening device. And, uh, hey, catch us live. And if you miss all of that, you can catch our podcast brought to you by our guest right now, uh, Davis Tent and uh, Wilmore Court. But, uh, hey, you can catch all of our podcasts there on our website as well and also on SoundCloud. Wilmore Court, Davis Tent, good to see you, sir. Hey, great to be here, Scott. Thank you. Man, it's hard to believe we're wrapping up a year. Oh, man, I just can't <laughs> even believe it. We're 11 and a half months through 12, and then it's 2023. Man. Dang. These last, I think with the whole COVID thing, I you know we were all at the International Sportsman's Expo, which we'll talk about in a minute, coming back here in January, but all oh, there, what, in 20? And, man, who knew 30, 45 days after that show, life was going to change drastically yeah for sure and uh boy it's good to be kind of uh feeling like things are back to normal i mean obviously there's stuff out there yet but uh just the fact that uh life just feels more normal yeah absolutely thank god that we can't we're coming back to some kind of thing that seems (laughs) normal for sure all right, we're going to touch on a few things here. Uh, once again, just a quick reminder, International Sportsman's Expo, January the 12th through the 15th. Now, back in January, we were in March this, this year, actually, uh, so the show's coming back just nine months later, but we're going back to our normal month, which is January the 12th through the 15th. And uh, i tell you what, we'll even give away a pair of tickets here. Compliments of Davis Tent. So just... 
Call in. Caller number one. We won't even play the games a lot of stations do. Caller 10 and 5 and all that. So be the first caller, 303-477-5600. And uh, give Charlie your information, and uh, I'll get with you after the show, and uh, we'll get you a pair of tickets. And once again, that's compliments of Davis Tent. Now, if you hear us on Sunday, feel free to call in. And uh, we'll see what happens on our live show Saturday. But just want to remind you about the replay there. All right, Will, what have you been up to? Well, you know, the things that a business owner does this time of year, <laughs> like uh, marketing budgets yeah. and uh, overall budgets and stuff like that. But also, you know, some fun stuff. Uh, we're always, you know, looking at ways that we can innovate. And I'm actually kind of uh, looking at a lot of different materials now. And uh, that's always interesting mm-hmm. because the answer has always kind of ended up at uh, cotton canvas because it'll still always be cotton canvas. Yeah. But there are there are some uh, other considerations around that. And so, yeah, we're looking at a bunch of things, and I would imagine that uh, it's going to lead to some rollouts of uh, new and different products over the next 12 months. Yeah, good deal. Well, you said before we came on air here, you have – friend with a dinner with a friend mutual friend of ours uh dan gage recently so what's what's dan up to dan and i uh, had dinner at mickey's steakhouse last night which was nice uh he's in town uh for some wildlife business as is normally what he's up to so (laughs) yeah he's doing great you know it's been a anybody that knows dan's story knows it's been kind of a Mm -hmm. tough uh stretch but uh you know for all us people that are interested in wildlife and access and conservation, I mean, there's no better, there's literally no better person in the state of Colorado uh, than Dan Gates uh, as somebody that's leading the charge for us and donating just massive amounts of time, and he's done it for over 30 years. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. No, he really, really is. What's from your conversations, what's kind of the, I don't know, temperature so to speak on all the causes that he's involved with well i think uh you know we really saw this last year as hunters and outdoors people and people with uh sympathetic interest had to come together to really fight the fight because there's been a lot of things coming down the pipe that are not favorable Mm -hmm. to outdoors people and uh that's going to continue this year i mean uh it's going to be it's going to be a fight we're going to have to be active we're going to have to be willing to email and uh call uh, our our congress people our state representatives and make sure that our voices are being heard because they do hear us when we speak in uh you know in volume mm-hmm. it's tougher when you know if somebody thinks a little differently than you and they only hear one or two other voices i don't think they're very loud but when there's 400 and 500 and 1,000 voices, you know, like there was last year over the big cat issue, for instance, that gets heard. Sure. And so, you know, I think it's going to be that same kind of year where we have to be unified and we have to be willing to let our voice be heard to protect mm-hmm. uh, what we love. But I think I don't think we can sit back and just hope some of these groups do the fight for us i mean i think all of us and and i'm including myself when i say this all of us are going to get more personally involved than we do big time i mean and and you know it doesn't mean at the same time that you are going to suddenly have to dedicate weeks of your time to this but there's going to be strategic times when it's important that we're heard and i think 
what happened uh, last year over the last couple of years that's super positive is I think that coalition of people has started to come together and realized uh, how important it is to have their voices heard. And so it is absolutely critical that we continue to make that happen because that's the only way that we can, you know, protect the things that we love. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Once again, Will Marquardt is with us. Davis Tent. They are located at 4230 Broadway. They're number 303-561-1817. All right. Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't be there. Normally, I'm at the Denver chapter for the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, their meetings. But you were the guest speaker. Oh, boy. So thanks for doing that. And uh, we had our Crawford broadcasting actual Christmas party the same night. So I uh, wish I could have been there. But uh, thanks for giving your time to that. Yeah, it was great. They had a nice group of people there that, you know, support, you know, Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation is a phenomenal organization and speaks louder than anyone else uh, nationally, you know, for our interests as hunters and and also speaks locally in Colorado, you know, for our interests. And Mm -hmm. so very important organization that I would uh, encourage everyone to be a part of. Uh, It's not very expensive to be a member of of RMEF. And so, yeah, we, we uh, talked tents. It was kind of fun. There was a bunch of really good questions, which, uh, you know, you get a tent guy talking about tents, and it's hard to, hard to get him to stop. But uh, <laughs> they kicked me out after about 50 minutes, and uh, that was probably 15 minutes longer than I expected them to <laughs> have me oh, hang out with them. <laughs> yeah. No, that's great. And, and I tell you, um, you know, I've said this over and over. Um, I don't know of a product. Um, that I see more on social media of customer testimonials of how happy they are from 30 years, 20 years, all that, than with Davis Tent. And I mean that, man. And I, I mean, any product, I don't see more than Davis Tent. I appreciate that. It's pretty neat to be a part of. You know, we got a great, a really neat, every review is cool, but we got a really neat review. And I just looked at it really quick. It came in like last night or something. But I remember personally talking to the gentleman, and we had made him an early generation, I mean, like one of the first five probably of our go tents that we rolled out. And we had done a technique on that tent to add a feature, which was great. And we had tested it, and it was great. The problem is it caused something something else to happen that wasn't great. Okay. (laughs) And so he called me about it, and I made him a new—we just made him a new tent— that tent is actually okay, but, you know, he spent $1,000 or more and wasn't happy with the solution that would have had <laughs> taken place. And so right. we made him a new tent, and, uh, you know, he was nice enough to review that online as, you know, far as a service level and a trust level and so on. And okay. so, it's you know, I mean, you do those things because that's what you believe in doing. Sure. But it is also cool to see that, you know, acknowledged in a Somebody form appreciates like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so other people can see, hey, that is really how they act mm-hmm. when nobody's looking. Right. So. And, you know, let me give, give you this tip out there, all right, which has nothing to do with what <laughs> Davis tent. But before you blow up a company with some kind of review, give them a chance to correct it, all right? Call the owner of the company explain the situation and give them a chance hey 
uh, for many years I was a corporate sales manager for Jake Jabs at American Furniture and Jake says this everybody has ought to have a chance to make something right all right and once something is online yeah can you go back and write a review but you know what that negativity is already there and really you never gave them a chance so just I don't know yeah, no, tip right there. I, give I, people a chance yeah for sure I mean it, it related really to this story because he hadn't reviewed us at all you know before that point mm-hmm. and so that's exactly what he did and uh, I think it was I think it was fair to us I mean after all we made him an entirely new product and there was a fix that wouldn't have taken much time but sure. again he spent a thousand dollars or more on something and he wanted it to be perfect and I can I can understand that yeah. so we made him a new one, and uh, it's, it's just cool that, the, that that acknowledgement happens. Absolutely. All right, we talked about the ISC, and, uh, boy, we are in the uh, show schedule uh, for you guys. Man, Here we go. You, you are burning up the highway, too. So kind of tell us what's going on. And we'll, I guess we can start off with Denver ISC. Is yeah. that your first show of the year? Or? Yeah, first show of the year, the okay. 12th through the 15th. Uh, you know, it's kind of funny. We end in the fall with shows, and we start in January. So I don't know where the first one is, but <laughs> 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 this is the first one that's a sports show anyway. And uh, I love the dates of it, the 12th through the 15th. You know, so this show has a lot of times gotten closer to New Year's than mm-hmm. that, which is a little bit painful because yeah, you're just is. coming off of that and family and all that kind of stuff, and boom, it's right in front of you. Yep. So, yeah, the, the dates work out wonderful this year, and I think uh, it'll be well attended partially because mm-hmm. of that. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm totally I'm looking forward to it. It's always fun to, you know, I mean, we do so much business and have over the decades in Colorado that – you know, we shake a lot of hands and see a lot of people that uh, and renew relationships with people that we've known for decades. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, when I, when I go by the booth and just see people there, uh, you can tell just listening conversations. There's a ton of people that stop by that own tents that just come by to talk to you about their stories and yeah. different things. And then you know, boy, you see other people going like, man. Maybe a tent's a pretty cool idea for the family because there, there's nothing like camping out with good stuff. Yeah. And I think a lot of people maybe quit that camp out thing with the Walmart tents and the different things. Everybody's cold and wet and all that. But when you got a, a really good quality tent, there's no greater experience to do, man. Yeah, and it's super cool here in Denver because our shop is in Denver. So talk about a situation where nobody's under any pressure because they can come see us next week if they don't buy at the show. Sure. Uh, or just get to know us there and then come by our shop the following week or whatnot. So, yeah, it's just it's just a, a fun time for us to have another opportunity to engage uh, our customers and uh, those that have thought, oh, man, I've always wanted that tent. And mm-hmm. I, I just, there was a guy that came in this week. It was so cool. I mean, it was a big purchase for him, and it was something that he always wanted. And he was just tickled pink to oh, what he was going to He doesn't have any kids, but he just has this, uh, he's so excited to be able to take his uh, ne- nieces and nephews out, you know, sure. whether it's camping or hunting or whatever. Yeah. So always fun. So yeah, ISC is going to be awesome in Denver this year. And then what other areas do you hit then? Yeah, beginning of uh, February, we'll be at the Western Hunt and Conservation Show, which is an awesome, also known as the Mule Deer Foundation Show in Utah, Salt Lake at the Salt Palace. Uh, after that, right after that, uh, mid-February, so the 15th through the 19th, we'll be at the Northwest Sportsman Show, which some people don't know, but is a premier show in the U.S. and really is a, a great place. So if you're ever in the Portland area during that, or listening to this and happen to be in, live in that area, it's a great show to go to. Uh, 
typically right about that same time we've done the Washington Sportsman Show in Seattle. We're not going to do that this year, uh, but we are going to we'll go on to the Central Oregon Sportsman Show in the middle of uh, 9th through the 12th of March, and then we're going to go to uh, Spokane, our first uh, visit to the Bighorn Show in Spokane, Washington. So oh, that'll be cool. Looking forward to that. And you know, it's kind of got it's kind of a neat geographical location because you got Northern Idaho right there, and so. I think it'll be a it'll be a fun show, and we got tons of customers in Washington as well. Sure. So. You know, so many cool things with accessories, and I'm going to have you back on next week because we're going to run out of time today. But so many things with accessories you guys come up with. What's your latest yeah. invention? Yeah, and we've had a we've had a pretty good run here, and we got another one that I think is just really totally cool. We're we're calling it a storage loft. Uh, it'll run from uh, rafter to rafter. People will commonly put it toward the back of their tent, over the top of their cots. Um, if anybody's seen our social media, Chris Davis was sitting in a storage loft claiming to only weigh 200 pounds. Yeah. I think he might be a little <laughs> bit more than that. Uh, don't tell him I said that. Uh, anyway, uh, but we're not advertising it as a 200-pound product, but we're saying it's 100 pounds easy. So you can put whatever you want up there. I mean, from my personal perspective, I saw it as a place to put things that mice would get into, like bread and yeah. things along those lines. But I think duffel bags, storage containers, it's going to be a four by four and a half. So mm-hmm. it's a big loft, and it's going to attach to the rafters with Velc- with a heavy-duty Velcro product. And, and like uh, you say, easy. I saw it, and I saw his demonstration, but so easy just to reach up and get to but yet clears the floor for you of all the stuff. Man. And isn't that the problem, you know, in a tent so often yeah. you just got too much junk on the floor. Mm-hmm. And so just having a place to put it, it's going to be a $99 product, but we're rolling it out at $79 at shows. And so it's actually available online for purchase today. We'll start delivering them. Um, uh, you can buy it at the uh, Denver ISE, International Sportsman Show. Uh, and we'll start delivering them other than that uh, January 17th. Okay, that's cool. Folks, Davis Tent, I'm telling you, if you're looking for a good quality tent, this is the company you need to come see. Um, and, again, you can come see them anytime at 4230 Broadway in Denver or the International Sportsman's Expo January the 12th through the 15th. And uh, we'll be there as well and uh, doing live shows there on that Thursday, Friday, and Saturday from the Expo. And uh, you can check out the website, davistent.com. They've got a lot of great um, info there. You can look at all their different packages and um, just great, great quality. And they can go through all the different steps of, what you're looking for and kind of go through that interview process to find you the exact tent that you need and um, get you all the things that you need for it so it's going to be a great great show and um, we hope to see you there now let me mention this real quick we're going to be doing the elk calling contest once again this year at the isc so there's going to be three booths that you can sign up at okay one of them is the rocky mountain elk foundation a big trailer you'll see that with all their different big elk mounts and you can sign up there you can sign up at our booth which is sportsman of colorado radio you can also sign up at the davis tent booth okay so we'll have entry um, pages there you can just write down your name and uh, we'll get you all details on that we're going to be talking about this um, calling contest here in the next few weeks give everybody all the details and uh, different age groups all of that but again to sign up for it and you've got to be signed up uh, you can do that at the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation trailer Elk Foundation trailer uh, our uh, booth Sportsman of Colorado Radio 
or Davis 10. So, Will, uh, we're going to end this one, but, man, I'm going to get you back on next week and get a few more things with you. Sounds great. So we appreciate it. All right, Davis Tent, davistent.com. And once again, if you missed any of our shows, our podcasts are brought to you by Davis Tent, and we want to thank Will for that. want to thank you for being with us today. Thank all of our guests, but mostly thank you. Hope you have a great rest of your day and weekend, and we will talk to you next week. Opinions expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.